And gentlemen, welcome to your favorite mental health entrepreneurial podcast, mixing all of the good stuff in together in one delicious pot. And the cook in the kitchen today, no adjective, Matt Wonderly. Welcome, Matt. Every time. Every time. No adjective, Matt. But today, and I don't know how we've made it this many episodes in without getting to this point, your favorite, my favorite, cash flow, Craig. No words. Nothing? Dude, I thought that was like the perfect adjective to start with this no, one. Cash no flow, response. Craig. He's offended now. I'm offended. You have a successful business. We're highlighting your success, and somehow you're offended. That's on brand. That works. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Making me sound like I'm um, ultra-sensitive snowflake or something. I no. resent that cash, cash flow. Cash flow. I'm Craig. offended. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Happy to be here. You bet. But more important than all of us combined, our wonderful guest today. Wow. The burgeoning coffee barons of Salt Lake. A very, very special welcome to Mr. Zach Shutt and Mr. Kyle Austin. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. welcome. Wow, welcome. What guys. an intro. That Thank was you. wild. I was going to say the same thing. Jeez. I think Spencer has this uncanny ability to describe somebody. He really does. Isn't his voice so silky, beautiful. too? He makes me feel great every time I talk oh. to him. Thanks for good being looking. successful. Spencer is oh, my therapy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you really, right? you really are. Yeah. As long as you're class. objectifying me, I'll take it. That's, <laughs> I love that. That makes me feel really good inside. So, <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, welcome. Guys, yeah. welcome. Yeah, it's so good nice to, be here. to have you both here. For sure. It's been awesome to talk a little bit pre recording to hear about your business, and yeah. we're excited to hear more, have our listeners hear more, sure. and learn more about you guys. Yeah. And just in case, uh, well, you don't know if you're listening that they gave us some gifts, some sample of their product. Can't wait to try it out. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, get into it. Uh, well, well, we'll let you do the plug in. You can pitch your business better than we can. Sure. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's let's jump into that now. Yeah. Let's Don't be shameless. Drop yeah. The, let's do it. Tell us the business name. Tell us where yeah. where the listeners can go find your product. So we have a couple of businesses, but our main one, uh, and I think the one we're going to kind of focus on today is Player One Coffee. Uh, we started in 2017, and we're a coffee roaster, small batch roast to order, which means when you place an order, we roast the bag fresh, so Whoa. we don't have inventory that sits on shelves like a lot of other coffee roasters may do. Um, we focus on freshness and <coughs> Starbucks. <laughs> wow, you're going to get us in trouble. Um, Seattle-based, uh, <laughs> Seattle-based company. company. <laughs> Green and white logo. And our, and our audience is, uh, we focused a lot on, on gamers, um, you know, people that uh, are in that community. There are a lot of energy drink companies that have focused on, on that sector of the industry and our focus is you know coffee something that's much more healthy and obviously Natural. gamers are growing up too like you know we talked before this played games yeah. a lot of people at this table so saw an opportunity and started in 2017 and it's been growing since then We're so now, not necessarily for 16 year olds i mean if you want to <laughs> uh, we, won't, we won't stop you yeah, my we eight year old's gonna be yeah. like what dad i want to try that <laughs> let's try this coffee we have flavored stuff right yeah mint sure. ice cream flavored I mean, we go, yeah we go crazy yeah. that's crazy yeah. so tell me a little bit more about that i want to hear before we really get into like the nuts and bolts of this i'm fascinated by the business model i think it's similar to mine where it's mostly e-com it's all e-com 
So how are you able to grow so quickly with having fresh roasted product? Right. It's it's process, right? So making sure that there's a dialed-in process for receiving orders. We use you know Shopify as our platform, yep. making sure that essentially we have as tight of a process that will turn around an order in three days as possible, regardless of order volume coming through the channel. So we nailed that so that it's scalable. And that's really been kind of the focus of making sure we're delivering what we're promising people every single time is just having a really solid process. You guys are roasting at your own facility here in yep. Utah? Yeah, we're in Farmington. In Farmington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have to have a big staff to handle that? Or? No, uh, one roaster. So it's, it's wow. kind of a... So you do multiple different mm-hmm. fl- flavors? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the same roaster? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was doing batches. Yep. Right. So we'll do the orders right. for the day, do them in batches, and then bag them up and ship them out. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And are you selling anywhere else besides Shopify? We are. We're doing Amazon uh, and uh, Walmart.com. Oh, nice. Yeah. So marketplaces, are you not doing FBA? And for our listeners who aren't in e-com, that means fulfilled by Amazon. Are you doing all of it yourself then? We're doing FBA on one SKU, the Insomniac SKU. Oh, okay. Um, so which, that would, which comes prepackaged. Right, which but, would be prepackaged. Yeah. Um, okay. So a little bit different there, but, but that's the one FBA SKU that, that we're doing right now. Yeah. Man. That's yeah. awesome. Kind of fun. It's awesome when, because I come from a, a perspective in business where, like, I feel like I don't have the energy or the chops to compete in what would be more considered more of a commodity. So I'm like, ah, I got to find something novel and unique, you know. But I'm always so impressed. If anything, I'm trying to pay you guys props. Sure, because sure. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of hard work and a lot of creativity to stand out from the clutter, right? Like there are big coffee companies Mm -hmm. out of Seattle, you know, there's tons that are, you know, anything from something that's artisanal, like a boutique to huge global companies. Right. What do you, what has set you guys apart? I think it's the growth you're experiencing. It's finding a community and embracing it. Um, So a lot of what we did is we wanted to teach people in the gaming community how to prepare fresh coffee. So a lot of it is educating customers, right? Like this is why fresh roasted is different. You know, this is why it makes a difference. This is what we do in the community to try to, you know, be a part of it help streamers we sponsor a bunch of different streamers i was going to ask you sponsoring athletes yeah we are esports athletes um so i I think just being that kind of knowledge base in the community when it comes to coffee is kind of what we we tried to to strive for so so maybe walk through a very specific value prop i I don't mean to put you on the spot sure maybe outline that for us in just a sentence or two what is the value proposition i think the value proposition is fresh roasted number one um, because it does make a big difference. If you go to a grocery store right now and you pull a bag of coffee off the shelf and you look at the roast date, it's going to be nine times out of ten two months ago. And at minimum, at minimum, I was going to say it. Like, it actually kind of surprised me. It seems wow. like it maybe even be longer. Depends. Yeah, yeah. for sure. We, we've Just even gone to like you know, like a Smiths or Harmons or you know somewhere. We we pull like three or four bags out and they'd already expired. Whoa! Or they, it was like they roasted eight months ago. Wow! And the taste profile when you taste it side by Changes. side is it's wildly it's different. Wow. Huh. Wildly different. It's like the difference you, between Folgers and something that smacks you right in the face. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> right. you said something earlier um, about nail it and then scale it. Remember, right. it's obviously a book for entrepreneurs about right. nailing it and scaling it, but. Yeah. I, Tell us about that a little bit. I mean, you nailed something, so you've got this niche. Right. Or as Craig likes to put it, niche. Niche? Matt also pronounce, pronounces chocolate chocolate. 
chocolate. chocolate. It's more elegant. I like it. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, really, it's, really, it's really pretentious. It's more elegant. I'm yeah. the more refined individual. <laughs> he likes to pretend that he's European. <laughs> Don't we all? Aren't we all? Everyone I in this room, everyone, yeah, first everyone first. does it. <laughs> but you've got this this uh, this uh, idea of okay, well, I'm I got bit by a mosquito. It just itches. I'll go to uh, a pharmacy and get a lotion, and yada yada yada. It's done. But I got bit by a shark. I'm going to pay ten grand to go to the ER right away. And what's the bigger value pain, or the the biggest pain, bigger pain here? Where's the bigger value opportunity? Right. Right. So I mean, that's what I'm interested in because mm-hmm. it's obviously a quite a saturated market. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Craig asked how you differentiate yourselves in the business model, which I think is great. You found a beachhead, gamers, totally Probably underrepresented. Probably totally underserved. Right? Sure. Yeah, yep. very mm-hmm. underrepresented, I'm sure, in this, in this space. What about the team? What about you guys? Where do you come from? Yeah, so my background uh, is computer hardware. Before that, I actually worked in radio. So not coffee at all. Not coffee at all. I was going to say, yeah. you've got a great voice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so I did that before. Uh, <laughs> you went to and go, Spencer both. Right? <laughs> yeah. Look well, at us. Let's do a podcast, that. Spencer. <laughs> That's a great idea, Zach. I, Zach has a voice, and he has the face for TV, voice for radio, uh, but a personality of a convict. That's why I love him so much. Mm, I love you, man, <laughs> so much. <laughs> That's words. I love you so much. Oh man, (laughs) there's a lot of good stuff there that Zach brings to the table. But but no, again, it's his story. Let's let's carry carry on. Yeah. So I started uh, computer hardware. I was working at a local computer company here in Salt Lake um, with one of my mentors. Been my mentor since I was like 16. So I had known him for a long time, worked freelance for him, running ad campaigns and doing customer acquisition. Uh, and then... So uh, you, sorry, real quick. Sure. You started with the hardware. You have a, a expertise in computer hardware, yeah. but then you started doing the marketing. Marketing is, is technically, that's like my number one skill is customer acquisition. Um, the computer hardware was like a cool product that mm. I really liked Okay. Um, that we could sell, that I was interested in selling. Um, but yeah, my background is... is I'm assuming that's... Direct. Direct to consumer, then. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. So, like, doing Facebook ad campaigns and things like that. But so, you guys do all your own Facebook ads? I do. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amazon as well. Yeah. So started started there with my mentor. Worked with him for a while. Uh, he had me start a online gaming computer company called Zydax, which is all e-commerce. So you go on, pick the parts for your custom gaming PC. We assemble it for you, ship it out to you. So did that for a while. Grew that. Uh, to was a 20 mil in revenue, something like yep. that, 20 or 30, uh, sizable company. And, uh, and then late last year was let go from that. Didn't have any ownership. He's like, hey, thanks yeah. for making this. A thanks for building it. Very successful business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And initially, and it, this is kind of, I guess, a learning lesson too, is like, you know, when you're young, you don't think about, okay, let's get stuff in writing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, yeah, when things blow up, you know, the check will come and we'll get. If, if you don't mind, it's figured just out. for those who are looking to get into this space, maybe, maybe sure. tell them about the dangers of not getting yeah. legal counsel early on and yeah. the, well, the pros and cons. I mean, they're just, just, like sure. 10 seconds worth. No, it, so especially every year that you have to invest in building something or creating something needs to be worth it to you long term, right? Especially if you're going to risk like having a nine to five or a stable income or, or whatever, or chasing a larger salary in lieu of doing X, Y, Z. So making sure you have your interest taken care of is hugely important because you're going to be working a lot. 
And that's kind of what I experienced all through my 20s. You know, I was building this business, putting in these hours. I was like, cool, awesome, making the investment in myself and, and in this business, growing it. So by not getting legal counsel and getting things in writing and stuff, you can you can kind of see that work not come to fruition over the years or not be able to see it through to fruition. Were there any indicators along the way that he was going to stiff you? Yeah. In fact, there was one story. I don't know if we should share this. Or you got Just don't it. mention any names. No, we'll mention names. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was actually, I was working with Kyle. Uh, this was 2000. 16 or this, 17. This, is, this story is important because if, if I recall correctly, this is the day that we decided that we were going to do something else. Yeah. Something else. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it kind of all came to a head. Like there was a meeting uh, that I had with, uh, with my boss at the time and I, uh, I didn't show up for it. And so I didn't show up for the meeting, right? And then afterwards, he calls me in and says, hey, you missed this meeting. Is raging and uh, screaming from across the table positions himself up on the desk like aggressively spitting in my face and says don't ever do that again if you do that you may as well just shoot me in the effing head like just yelling crazy and it just like it shocked me i was like i was like this is a an insane situation to be put in i know he had a lot of like personal things going on but it was just like a big came to a head it was a big blow up and i i remember just being like shocked i was like like voice trembling like what what just happened yeah he came into my office and like we we had a bro moment of like hey like this this situation just happened like every, like calm down just breathe everything's gonna be okay like you know we both got a little emotional about what just happened and Wait, were you in the office yeah so at okay. the time we worked together that's my my background too is working with zach but you were in the office when the i was in a different office guys? Okay. i was in a different office so zach came in and was yeah. telling you what happened yeah okay. he came in yeah. and told me what came happened in, i was like dude like we got we have to do something else yeah. like we because especially when you have like i had a family i had kids i was like man like if all this could go away that's a pretty scary proposition so we need to work on something else to be building in the background in case that does happen yep so that's when we got the idea to to do something else we didn't know it was going to be coffee at the time but we were like okay we gotta like figure something out uh, hmm. get out of here so yeah yeah are both of you sorry i want to keep hearing more about you guys but real quick do you both uh consider yourselves very passionate about coffee yeah for okay. sure yeah okay. and i think that was kind, so that was of, kind of natural yeah where it's like okay this is something that we like that and then we can kind of stay in the industry too with yeah. gaming you know and, and still have a foot in there but yeah with me it was it was kind of a health conscious thing to do at the time because I mean, years ago i was super into energy drinks and red bulls and my name is kyle so of course monsters <laughs> and punching drywall and all these things <laughs> right yeah it's just raging no and so yeah i mean coffee's just a healthier alternative you know it's already delicious and you so. don't look like a rager though that, that's it's that's the man why bun. it's funny it's deceptive it's balance you it's seem balance. very calm yeah. yeah. One of the issues that we have frequently repeat on the show is people being like scared or nervous to take that jump. And obviously, as, as you pointed out, Zach, like you were kind of forced in that position, right? Right. It wasn't, you weren't enjoying uh, looking for something else, but you knew that like the place where you were jumping from was 
tenuous, like it was a nervous place. Right. So that can kind of push you over the edge. But a, a big topic or recurring thing that I get is I, I'm just scared. I want to have one foot in both camp. I can't let go, so to speak. I can't jump without a rope from my current landing or my current, you know, foothold of a salary of nine to five of my house, whatever, whatever. And what did you guys do? How did you overcome that fear? Or was it just uh, the ne- the devil you know versus the devil you don't? Like you had this, you know, kind of raging monster behind you, unsafe, unstable, and that kind of pushed you forward? Or how did you overcome that initial gap of fear getting to this new landing spot? Yeah, I think I think that event was enough to fuel us to get something started right away. So we took immediate action. And then honestly, like for the first two years, uh, 2017 to, to 19, I mean, we put in effort, but we weren't aggressively trying to grow that. It was like a side project at that time. Like it was making some money, like it was paying some bills, but it wasn't our main focus because we were getting paychecks, right? See, I think that's smart. I think a lot of people, including a lot of our listeners, are so eager to start paying themselves that they do it too soon. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. like, oh, I got to jump in. If I don't jump in, you know, dive right in. All or and, nothing. Yeah. Which yeah. I actually think is not wise. Well, to in do, fact, I, you know? I just kept my day job for an entire year yeah. while building the first year of my current company. Uh, and I just did it at nights the best I could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's strenuous Smart. on you. It's but very you, strenuous. You keep. I mean, that's just the risk you take, and that's the sacrifice you need to make. So right. You also appreciate the great. hard work and what you've built. Looking back, it's like, totally. man, I just worked 18-hour days for a year and a half, mm-hmm. and well, now I'm able to do now this. Now I'm going to work 18-hour days for the next 10 years. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not me, man. I just want to work an hour a day. <laughs> and then go to Lagoon. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, man. I'm really busy. <laughs> you can't podcast today. <laughs> anyway, that, that's fantastic, you guys. I, I think that's a really important uh, lesson to take home is listen don't rush into it too soon right, right. And, and I think that's a really valuable piece of, of, of advice here because that's going to really mitigate a lot of your stresses anxieties and depressions I remember I quit a job too early uh, or too soon to jump into a, a, an early stage startup where I thought money was there and married and I think I only had one kid at the time now I have three but I think I had just barely had a kid and ended up having it didn't work it didn't get funded and now I'm now I'm jobless and I had to live on my savings and uh, retirement with what I had what little I had right at that age but it was very difficult very stressful on not just me but also those around me right right so how is that affecting you guys I mean families maybe yeah. not yes no yeah yeah, yeah I, I think you know fortunately and this is another important um, piece is, you know, while you do have the day job, save save money. Yes, <laughs> yes. Save money and, and do some investing and things like that. Um, I think that has made it so that I'm not like, man, this, this Well, invest in yourself, too. I mean, it, for sure. I think it's because if founders are able to get skin in the game, aside from sweat equity early on, that bodes well, not only for an investor if you have to raise venture capital later on, but... Also for yourself, right? Right. Don't you think? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it is important. You have to invest in yourself. Um, and and understanding kind of what that path looks like, I think, is important, too. Like, we, we knew where we wanted this company to be um, in two, three years after starting it. And it's interesting now to look at now that we can allocate all of our time, what that has turned into. So even if you are doing stuff like, you know, you have a full-time job and you're, you know, doing this on the side or whatever, 
understanding kind of and planning for, okay, when that moment comes based on what I'm doing, you know, what's the day going to look like for me? Like, what else can I accomplish if I'm allocating that full 18 hours to X, Y, Z? Okay. So, so coming back, let's circle back. Sure. I mean, you have this, this boss, I'm going to, Sure. Air, air quote boss. Yeah. Huh? Santa Claus, I think he worked for. Yeah. Santa. It was, it was more of a North Pole gig, but it paid the bills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, it, it's, that's what it was. I mean, he, he doesn't necessarily treat the elves nice all the time, and sometimes he gets a little screamy, and that's the way it is. I, I was a little appalled. I, lit- I took that literally. Oh, no. And, and like, <laughs> I did not guy, literally work for I Santa. Picked, just a full disclaimer. Just to, just to clarify, we did not work for Santa. I this guy at the mall with a fake beard. <laughs> Down dress therapy like, does not endorse the existence of Santa Claus. Uh, but other mythical creatures like the Easter Bunny, maybe. Of course. Uh, yeah, that's not even Now I kind of forgot where my train of thought was, but I think it's... It, well, no, here it is. It's Let's come back to this emotional meltdown of your boss, yeah. which had a... But ostensibly a profound impact on yeah. both of you, right? Yeah. Yep. First you, Zach, you shared it with Kyle. You're then thinking, well, gosh, we got to get out of this situation because it's toxic. Yeah. Did, did that happen frequently? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were there were a lot of things. I think I think there were probably two things. It was probably that, and uh, you know, my mom had passed at the end of 2017, and um, you know, me taking time off for that was a huge inconvenience for for my boss at that time and so just hearing that and after dedicating all that time it's like what am i even what am i doing like if there's not the people that you work with and work for you have to have a relationship where it's like okay like we're in this right like you got my back and when stuff like that comes up and you see that that doesn't exist you're like you start you're like man what am i doing so let's look at the dynamic between you two right sure. that that's really fascinating because sometimes you'll get a sole founder and his job or her job is to go out and build a team and fill in skills gaps is usually the first thing you think of as a founder i'm going to go start a business i don't know x part of building a business i need to go find someone who can help me do that right but what is often overlooked is the the archetype or the similar tribe I, I think there needs there's I'm, I'm a big believer in diversity right because then you, then you can see every angle every perspective right but the very first founding team needs to have that certain chutzpah right that mm-hmm. togetherness that I don't want to say homogeneity because that's not necessarily the right word here but you have to have that right archetype so tell me tell, tell us about your relationship what brings you guys together and why does it work i want to hear real quick sorry because i'm always always doing that i I am i don't think we gave kyle the opportunity to tell us about himself because then that'll help set the stage (laughs) that'll then help us set the stage for you guys working together oh that's true yeah so give us your background and then we can kind of fold it in together how you guys match together well so I, i actually worked at the same company um that zach did i just i i started there what like three years before you did yeah, yep. something, something like that. So I had already been there. Uh, I started out as a technician fixing computers, worked my way up through management and then into sales and doing some B2B sales. When Zydex came around, I was I was the guy that was selling, you know, 200 computers to this esports arena and uh, into that arena and working with universities and, and uh, helping Zach at the time uh, with all kinds of fun marketing projects, working with influencers and helping them promote our products and and uh, even dabbled into some of the videos. So neither of you were coffee guys prior to this. Just we enjoyed we coffee. Enjoy coffee. We enjoyed coffee. Drinkers. Consumers. Yeah. Right. yeah. We we would go to uh, like conventions like E3 and TwitchCon and these things, and all the coffee is just ass. 
everywhere. <laughs> like it is, you know. And so you're kind of forced to go into, you know, like I'm going to go get that, you know, Red Bull or Monster and start punching drywall again. It's what, it's what you and, do. Uh, it's what you do. You know, it's what you so, do. What you do. So yeah, and then and then yeah, um, in the beginning of this year, Zach was let go, and uh, I. I had to. That was just this year. It was end of last end, year. end of last year. End excuse of last me. Year. Yeah, November. so it was November. So yeah. you're just like nine, eight, nine months in full yeah. time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Is that the best feeling? It really is. Yeah. 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 Not initially. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, scary. First. Yeah. it's scary, especially when so, you're like, uh, kids, yeah. wife. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, keep going. Kyle. No, it's yeah, and so that I mean that that was very that was very hard when when Zach got let go because it wasn't just me that saw Zach as like the owner of Zydax, even though technically on paper he wasn't. But, I mean, he built it from the ground up. Everything. And literally everybody, and when I say everybody, I, I'm not exaggerating. Everybody in Zydax saw that in Zach. And so when he was let go, it was it was an absolute culture shift. It wasn't just me that was like, uh-oh, what's happening here? Like, what, 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 what just happened? This does not make any sense at all. Everybody in the company thought that same exact thing. People left because of that, you know. In in my situation, I I, I would have left uh, sooner if I could, but I just bought a house, mm. and so with you know Corona and all these things, like it was just kind of a, a weird time. So I just stuck it through, um, put in more hours into into the coffee gig until it was safe to jump. So when did you officially jump? That I, must have just been in the last few months. Yeah, so actually uh, August 1st was nice. my first day. Yeah, so. Dude, you're like wow. 31 I, days in. Yeah. 32 technically. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. good. Feels really good. He's not fired yet. I'm not fired yet. <laughs> no. Well, you also did you Lemon have... Law him either, so yeah. that's... And you have some ownership. I was going to say... Very you have... good. You <laughs> did the yeah. right thing. Did you yeah. get legal advice with the other? <laughs> I did. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. When, when we set it up, we got all the paperwork good. It was, yeah. it was good. So, so it sounds like you guys have a pretty... A really good rapport. There's a visceral yeah. relationship there. Yeah. You've known each other for years now, and I, that is one of the most crucial pieces to starting a business. And it's not just going to a networking event at a, at some accelerator and finding a guy that. Uh, oh, you can code. Cool. Oh I yeah, can. cool. Yeah, right. let's, let's right. do it. Let's do this together. Yeah. Right, right. You you have this thing where you, if one of you loses your temper, because it's bound to happen. Sure. I mean, let's be honest. Then it does. It, it does. I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah, you, yells at you, me every day. No, <laughs> we're not even in the same company. <laughs> Besides this. Besides this, yeah. Well, I'm always yelling at him. I actually still need the legal work written up about this, but oh, get it done. <laughs> get it done. Get it done. Do it now. <laughs> um, but it, it just you guys uh, have this this nice rapport together and yeah. so it, it's i think as of uh, one of the most crucial pieces of starting a business if you if you need a founder i always think it's better to have a co-founder anyway or or your first hire whatever it is needs to be very much like you and understand you at a visceral level and then from there you can branch out into diversity now that's my own opinion but i've seen a lot of startups fail and a lot of succeed and the the, the pattern the common denominator comes down to the team right yeah, you right. can have an average product but a rock star team and still kick butt and kill it totally. right yeah, totally. you know and the other way around you have a rock star product and an average team it doesn't always succeed right, right. and so i mean it, it, Talk about that a little bit. Wait, well, we'll, we're going to go back to that original question of you know, Kyle. You just gave us some background, and ni- neither of you have coffee experience whatsoever. Other <laughs> in than the industry, yeah, yeah. How did sure. you arrive on coffee? You guys yeah. told this story. Yeah. You got yelled at. You went and talked. We need to create a business. Yeah. Well, what f- led you to arrive to coffee? Well, besides coffee being horrible at the gaming convention. Yeah, I mean straight up. Uh, so what happened is. Uh, 
my boss at the time was like, hey, do you want to go tour this this business that's that's killing it in Salt Lake? And I said, sure, what is it? And he said, it's uh, Black Rifle Coffee. So, that are blowing up. Yeah, they're huge. Oh, yeah, they're huge. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll go check it out. I love seeing other businesses. So we went over there. This was at the computer business? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brought Kyle with me, and, and we were looking around and, and kind of saw what they had grown their business into using the foundation of kind of supporting veterans and things like that. That's kind of their background is, yeah. is a very military support, um, their coffee company. So we saw that. We're walking through, and we just immediately were like, "Dude, like we we can do this." Coffee by gamers for like, gamers. Like, why can't yeah. we do this? And then that even shifted too, because that was the original thought was coffee by gamers for gamers. We even marketed like that. Yeah. But then we shifted afterwards. Like we're game we're we're, we're gamers who enjoy coffee. And anybody coffee. can drink our coffee. This is not targeted yeah. specifically sure, 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 to sure. gamers. Because right? initially, like you know, you play with with what that messaging looks like. Is it like totally? It, look, you're a gamer. You should drink this coffee. We kind of refined, I think, the messaging a little bit just to say, hey. We play games, so that's why the branding is what it is. I mean, we make really good coffee. You're going to love it. Yeah. yeah. You know? We like to refer to that. Or we talk about the visualization of, like, finding your beachhead, hitting it, and then <laughs> right. expanding, you know, yeah. and pushing forward. We had to do something similar, you know, where you start with a very unique niche segment in mind. <laughs> Notice the pause. <laughs> pause and the, the stare pause down. And then the niche. stare down. I don't know if you could feel that. <laughs> I think there, it was, was like palpable. Yeah, you it, could was, feel yeah. it. it was tangible. But you yeah. find that unique niche, niche, niche right. and expand from there. Yeah, you know? For sure. Yeah. Well, I have to defend myself here for a second, guys. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's actually I'm, get a sample size. Do you guys say niche or niche? I say niche. I say niche, I think. I'm trying to think. All right. Spencer, the tiebreaker. That's tough. Come on, what's it? A lot of sad looking faces. I've known me a long time, Spencer. Uh, A lot of years of disappointment. I think think I'm niche (laughs) as well. Yeah. I have to to go that way. Darn it. I mean, the the last thing we want is more French influence in this place. (laughs) (laughs) I did did enjoy the one time I've been to France. I loved it. Careful, we might have a French audience. I did not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. sure. (laughs) I'm just not French. But listen, I was sitting in in, in London in a meeting, right? The University of Cambridge, (laughs) and they said niche. That's Cambridge, not London. I was actually in London. Get your and places right. Craig. See exactly what I'm saying. Very pretentious. Yeah. Uh, I was actually, you know, day after Cambridge, so I was back. In <laughs> okay. And I was sitting in a meeting with a consultant and pitching um, a potential client at a major media network, and I said niche. I said niche up until March this year. That's that's how crazy this is. And and this English consultant, best guy in the world. I love him. I still talk to him a lot this to this day, and he paused the middle of a meeting face to face and this is a senior executive at a major media corporation in the UK he paused the meeting and he says Matt we say niche here in the UK wow well, he put niche. you on blast and I actually asked some of my friends who were British yeah. and they said oh we don't care what you say but to him <laughs> it was very important it was yeah, very clearly <laughs> this is very important sir like tea time correct niche. yourself niche anyway I had to defend myself you guys I don't mean to no, no, that makes sense. we're having a great conversation yeah. understanding you guys and yeah. your business but that you I have to get one up on Craig I have to beat him every time <laughs> well it's just great healthy competition and that's what makes us great right and, yeah. uh, and I see that with you guys really yeah. tiny all together it just it's fun there's there's an amicability here and i'm really enjoying hearing more about your product and so you've been on kyle you've been in, involved for just a month 
Full time. Sit full time. Okay, yeah. full time for yeah, a month. Yeah, full time. The beginning days, it was it was a lot of hours, similar to you know when you're talking about eighteen hour days. I mean, I mean the <laughs> we were up consistently. We were, fulfilling, uh, we, we were fulfilling. We we did everything, marketing, like everything. And there were there were, I mean, honestly, most days. I think in the beginning, I didn't get home to sleep until like one in the morning. Wow. You know, I know those. I know that feeling. But it's fun. Yeah, it's a good feeling though. I mean, it's fun. It, it it's it's kind of that. Uh, endorphin release yeah. in a way, right? Where you, when maybe when you're exercising, you run five miles, you know you're, you have to push your body, especially if you're out of shape like me, you got to push yourself to do it and it just sucks and it burns, but afterwards you feel really good. Yeah. And it's the same feeling. Yeah. Remind me of the exact timeline. So 2017, you had the conversation. When did you decide and when did you launch Player One Coffee? Launch November of 2017. Yeah, I think it must, have been, in, it must have been October when the, when the, the, or it was the angry yeah. meeting happened, and then yeah. it took. It was a literally like two to, months, and we're like, oh, "Dude, let's get fast. this thing going." Yeah. yeah. Well, like you said <clears throat> your your mom passed away in 2017. Yeah, in December. Yeah. So right immediately after. Yeah, it's after we launched. Yeah. So yeah. how did that? What, it was, what, and this is this also speaks to why having a good co-founder is so important. Like it happened, and Kyle's like, "Don't worry, I'm fulfilling everything. I got it, dude." Don't worry about it. And when you see that contrast with someone, you know, you've you've worked Shoot with forever, me in the and, head. yeah, and done yeah, and made all this money, and and then you see Kyle, you're like, this is the dude that yeah. you know I want to attach myself to long term. So aside from Kyle being a rock star and help uh, yeah. in, in that time of need, which is pretty awesome, you guys. Yeah. What else were you doing to manage to manage that? I mean, I'm sure that was a really rough yeah. time. That's tough for sure. Yeah, right. and especially doing? as like as entrepreneurs, I feel like when, and maybe this is just me, but when you lose a, a parent or a loved one or someone close to you, you're like, like, man, did I spend too much time like doing whatever, like we're building something right. or working or, you know, could you have like regrets? I think, I think that's normal to, to feel that. And I certainly did. I was like, man, maybe I should have spent more time with my mom, you know? That's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's something that you I feel like you deal with with the passing of someone when you're someone who, you know, wants to be the best and create cool things and, you know, ambitious. Kind of, yeah. 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 So that those those feelings and that sentiment festers with inside you, right? Yeah. How did you handle that? I th I think it's it, you really have to have a conversation with yourself of like, okay, like for instance, my mom supported me the the whole way everything I did she's like it's like you're a badass you're smart as hell like go get it um, so I think you have to think you know would she think that would she really you, you kind of have to have that discussion of like am I just being am I just thinking about this because I I'm trying to feel bad or I you know yeah. I have all these regrets but you know if she was here she'd be like dude go do you man like make it happen make yeah, me proud focus. go do it yeah. awesome. you can do it you know awesome. um, so I think it's it's having that realization and not letting that be something that like you said ends up festering and being like man shoulda woulda coulda it's like let's just let's make her proud and so what did, what did you do outside of acknowledging that I mean this is yeah. this it's is family. what I something yeah. to uh, so for listeners to take with them like sure. you know what did what did Zach do yeah. I mean I had a loved one die or I had the same something a similar yeah. experience I'm stuck in this rut of depression yeah. did you get out and move around and just take yeah. your, how did you take your mind off it yeah I think it's reaching out to, to people and, and being upfront about it because a lot of what I feel like when you go through something like that what I wanted to do is I just wanted to be like I'm like I don't want to talk about it I'm done this is over I literally don't want to talk I'm I'm over just, it just bury quotes. it yeah um, but I think you know talking about it open like legitimately talking about it and how you're feeling because if you talk to someone else and you're able to like a family member or loved one or a friend like Kyle was a great resource I think 
verbalizing that, you start to make those connections in your own head of like, okay, maybe I, maybe I, then you start to realize like, man, that is kind of a dumb, or not dumb, but it doesn't make sense the way I'm, I'm thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think verbalizing it, therapy is freaking awesome. You know, like you should, yeah, I went to therapy. I loved it. I think therapy is fantastic. Therapy. Oh, it's great. You're going to yeah. love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm reticent to do so. so I'm not, now that you say that, I might yeah. say, well, okay, I'll go. And then my wife's going to hear this. And you say, well, why didn't you go when I asked you to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach, well, Zach said doesn't matter go. who gets the credit. Well, the and for me, is, is to go, right? Just you just got to go. You got to go. And I didn't want, initially, I was like, man, that's God, I want to go to therapy. So what I did, and I think people should try this. If you haven't done therapy before, there are now apps and it sounds stupid but it's really not once you do it there are apps that are like virtual you know therapists that are like working in other states and you can message them you can text them like a friend you can do a video call mm-hmm. and be like hey you can set up appointments sometimes that is easier for people teletherapy than, yeah teletherapy than cool. than going to an in-person appointment so i started there and that got me what was that called that. was that tava didn't somebody oh, else talk was Daggy said that. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it's called. There's a couple of them. Okay. If you look up teletherapy, there's yeah. some good apps, but cool. um, that helped a lot for sure. Cool. So, so let's look, look at you, Kyle. I mean, this, oh hey, oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it's interesting to hear Zach's point of view. Now he's kind of offloaded some of the responsibility, or you willingly took that off his plate, right? You've got a full-time day job already. Right. Your partner's uh, mom just died, and now you've got to run two businesses basically because he left the company you're working at which mm-hmm. is, leads another load to work with. Now you've got to work on, on the new startup that you're building without him. I mean, what was that like for you? It wasn't easy, for sure. Uh, but it, it, when, when something like that happens, the, the, the most important thing that I remember thinking of is making sure that Zach had his space to do his healing and anything that I could do, you know, voice it, I, anything. And we had conversations, I'd check in with him, and a lot of it was just making sure he was good because I knew he had a lot on his mind and, you know, I just wanted him to go through what he had to do. But, you know, you, you get in a, I got in a mental state with, with that situation where it didn't matter what it took. Hmm. You know, it, it literally did not matter if I had to work from 5 in the morning until 4 a.m. the next day, like whatever needed to happen so that he didn't have to worry about anything. That's what I did. It, it wasn't even a question, you know. His his mom died. That that takes us. I mean, don't mean to get too somber. That's great. I mean, this is this is a really great conversation, yeah. and, and that takes a special relationship. Yeah, I, I, liter- I literally would do anything yeah. for this dude. I mean, that goes back literally. to your co-founder, where you need the right person. Absolutely, right. Yeah. You're not going to get that same kind of. Uh, well, I mean, there's exceptions everywhere, but. Again, if I go to a boot camp and find a guy who can code and I meet him that day, I'm not necessarily going to find that same level of yeah. friendship. Well, he's not going to take a bullet for you. I mean, yeah, hearing that type of a thing, like, everybody needs a Kyle. Right? Absolutely. Like, in, in the truest sense of the word, like, to be able to have that. And and we hadn't really talked about that. That's not in a, a pre-rehearsed thing. But to hear Kyle say that, uh, you know, listen, man, I'll, I'll do what you need to do to help in this time of need and crisis like what a cool thing right like that is that is unbelievable to have and uh do your best a great takeaway from this do your best to find your own kyle absolutely you got me getting i'm feeling all the good stuff (laughs) what's interesting too is is i mean stuff like this i feel like comes full circle right like if i'm able to do this for zach then like like he would do it for me too and i feel and what's interesting is he has 
Like I went, I'm, I'm still going through a divorce, mm-hmm. you know, and that takes a lot of mental. I don't even have the word to describe it. Like, it's it's a lot of distraction. It's a lot of emotion. It's therapy. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of you know things being thrown around. And yeah, there was I I literally the same exact thing. I I just told Zach I was like I, I just need some time. Like I, I need to hash through some things. And he did the exact same thing for me. Yeah. I mean that was reciprocate for sure. Yeah. You gotta yeah. Find. Reciprocate it. Yeah. You know. So we came full circle. Man. That was one of the first lessons that I learned, and I think we may have talked about this uh, when I had my first like real business with a co-founder. We're still like best friends, very close, but we're not like we weren't that committed from a business perspective where it was like we were going to have each other's back, you know. And it was a big learning lesson to find your Zach, to find your Kyle, you know, like. Eh, kind of find your mat for me, but <laughs> yeah, kind of find Matt. He's close. No, but to have somebody I'll take that, a bullet for you, that would would in the face, in the leg. Okay, leg is acceptable. <laughs> but to have somebody that really does have your back under even the most trying of yeah. circumstances, you know, it's vital. Yeah. I just don't know your industry, so if you were to take like three months off of PGMs, I would be lost at sea. <laughs> <laughs> I'd come back and Matt would be like, all right, here's the software plan. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I've arch- architected this amazing new software. To, to it integrates automate. right into Shopify. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. So let's, that was really good, and I don't want to like pivot too quickly, but I'm still really interested to hear about the company sure, and the challenges you guys are facing, like what you're doing to grow. You had mentioned a few th- of these things already, but like talk to us about the day-to-day, what that's causing for you guys. Like what are the challenges sure. that they present and how, how do they affect you? Yeah, I think, I think growth has been, I mean, we're lucky that it's been an issue, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we mentioned, but we're, we're already running out of space that, you know, we leased three months ago. So I think just dealing with a lot of orders and influx of orders, you know, we haven't taken any outside capital. Uh, I funded all of it um, from nice. from the get go, and and that's kind of to credit my previous boss. That's kind of what I was taught was like, okay, like let's let's make money on paper and make it happen and mm-hmm. and go from there. Um, but uh, I think a lot of our challenges are dealing with influx of volume we're also we're creating products we're working on a cold brewer right now that's getting ready to release that we had made in china Um, hold on so that that is super fascinating you're in a state yeah that does not consume a lot of coffee at least on on the surface because of the 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 culture in utah right religious culture religious culture does not drink a lot of coffee here right and yet here you are blowing up that means it just seems like i think there's a lot of religious people that drink coffee yeah, maybe just not one particular. They just religion don't. Here they just don't talk Utah. about it. Maybe. Or that. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you talk about the e-commerce stuff, right? Yeah. There's, I think, that caters to an audience that potentially could prefer some anonymity. Uh, you said it in that delicious, completely anonymous uh, player one box. You don't know what's in there. Right, you could have you could have all kinds of crazy stuff from kids' uh, underwears and pajamas to sex like, toys to whatever. Like, you don't know. You sound like you have a lot of experience. With that. <laughs> I'm just saying, anonymous shipping is a modern modern miracle. Are you it's guys? Great. Sorry to cut you off, Spencer. I want to hear about the growth because growth can be really stressful. Yeah. If yeah. the influx of orders is super overwhelming, have you guys ever had? 
challenges keeping up with demand we, or like shipping orders on yeah, time. We did, especially around, was it March or April? Um, it was kind of when the COVID stuff, and it was really yeah. heavy and people were starting to work from home. Yeah. Um, and we just saw the ads, like the conversion rates. It, it was it went insane. Customer acquisition was cheap so cheap mm -hmm. like we were just getting orders and it's like man mm -hmm. um like we it was to the point where we were both helping fulfill uh fulfill orders at that point um so it, yeah we, we and and we're fortunate too because we are able to kind of control some of that lead flow sure. obviously like with any business whether you're doing retargeting or email campaigns you can kind of, you can tell like if i push this to the segment this is what revenue it's going to generate most of the time so we can kind of control it but where it was really really crazy is launching with new influencers where you don't know how their audience is going to react if it converts really high then you're you're kind of screwed because you see that influx and there's no turning that faucet off you know, influencer posts and you have a thousand orders you're like okay yeah that's it's cool. happened where where we would launch a product and then literally like this the the strawberry cheesecake one yeah. that we launched we we ran out we, we ran out of, of that flavoring and so we like, it was like three days and we had to take it off. i'm website. no coffee connoisseur obviously yeah. but i strawberry cheesecake coffee yeah yeah so we're one of the few i think there's probably two major companies two yeah. or three um including us in the u.s right now that are doing flavored beans and flavored mm. coffee and that's kind of and that kind of fits our niche as niche. well, is it, a niche? <laughs> is, is it just Kyle and I? Or is, is it's just else? you guys, man. You guys got hey, this. You do you. You know, it, it fits our, our our niche as well because hey, yeah, I got you, I got you. Uh, because uh, I feel like a lot of gamers that are transitioning into coffee or that may not be super big coffee drinkers, adding some of that I don't know excitement to it, I think helps a lot. Like we've seen huge results in flavored coffee sales because it's it's something different. It like makes it sexy, right? Yeah. You know. And that's that's part of what sets you apart. Right. That's right? huge, yeah. But I'm 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 wondering if that's a, a fad. Maybe. Right? What do you Could see? Be. What are the trends that you guys are looking Could at? Could be. Um, I, what I, keeps you up at night, too, with those trends? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I, I think I think some of it could be like, hey, maybe the flavored thing goes away, which is why when it comes to diversification, we're doing like a custom cold brewer uh, that's, you know, blown glass from China, container full, like trying to get some uh, houseware goods that kind of fit that market as well. So we can be like, okay, well, we sell the cold brewer and the coffee. So we have some hardware sales to go with it too. I think we, we try to insulate pretty well by having a, a diverse mix of, of some different things, but for sure, anything can happen, you know? I mean, Forgive me if I, I didn't catch this, but is it a subscription? We do have subscription options. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So recurring revenue is like, we, we love, we love recurring revenue. We love it. <laughs> That's the best thing in the I, I love it so much. I would think poorly of you if you didn't. Love <laughs> yeah. it. It's my be our favorite thing aside from coffee so yeah. have you had a, a flavor a particular flavor that has, has failed that people just didn't want you cinnamon had, really yeah, was bad. cinnamon was bad. bad that was an absolute flop we couldn't we couldn't get the recipe right no like, it didn't even launch so. it didn't even launch like we 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 tried so hard to get that one to work so we had a lot of interest um from clients um and customers but yeah we couldn't we couldn't dial that one in it was hmm. always overpowering always like no matter what we did no. So we didn't even, I mean, it was, it sucked because we were so excited to have that one going. We had bags ready to go. We had all the labels. We had, you know, everything built out, ready to go. We couldn't dial that one in. So that was a learning lesson to kind of slow yourself. But it's also, I mean, it's like how you conduct yourself too. So we yeah. invested all of this in it. And if the product didn't hit, we were like, well, we're going to take that as a loss because it's yeah. not something we feel comfortable releasing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. 
Yeah. How quickly are you guys packaging local? Like, are you sourcing your bags and stuff all locally? We we source bags um, out of country uh, okay. production for the bags. Does it take a while to get that? Like, do you have to plan and forecast? It's, yeah, ahead it comes by sea. Yeah. yeah, so it's like three months or two. Or yeah, two, two months. Doesn't that suck? That sucks. To say. That's what I do especially, as well. Right? Especially it's when tough. you're, especially yeah. when you're dealing with with uh, like influencers. We have some. Uh, our best influencer, Neeps Gaming, has over two million um, subscriptions oh. on on YouTube. Wow! And if they do an ad for us or like shout us out, I mean, we see it like yeah. that, yeah, like it's, that. It's noticeable. It's and so tough. if we run out of labels or bags or whatever, and it takes you know weeks to get something like that in, yeah. Has anything slowed from the fulfillment side? Because of COVID, like things coming from overseas, or a little bit initially, yeah. the bags coming coming from China, but that opened up. I think once all the ports pretty quickly, and yeah. yeah. Good to go. See, we're still dealing with that, where like our entire supply chain was destroyed, so the demand has remained, uh, but the supply was super cut low. Gotcha. And what I'm getting at is the most stressful thing about my day to day now is. Because of that limitation on the supply side, we can't grow as quickly as we want or are capable of. Right. And it's so frustrating because I have all this urgency yeah. and I'm like, the opportunity's there. And you see the numbers and it's yes. like, it makes sense. I could blow this up. Yes. And then if you don't have the supply, you're like, cool, man. I was down like 90%. You know, <laughs> like and it hurts. <laughs> For sure. It hurts. Yeah. It's stressful. You guys haven't had to deal with that. We, we did in March, um, but but yeah, it, it sucks for sure. Yeah. Because you can see, you're like, man, we could just turn this up, but we literally yeah. can't. Yeah, it's not always as fast as you as you want or even as people think, right? People right. are like, oh, man. Turn the faucet Player on. one coffee like, blew up at it. They're an overnight success. That's like, such a misleading. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really ignores all the hard work and right. the stress and challenges that you've gone through for yeah. the last three years. Yeah. So um, tell us, maybe in parting, we don't want to keep you guys too long, but... What are the things that you do each day or try to do each day that keep you grounded and focused on what's important, you know, personally, professionally? Sure. Do you guys have routines? What do you do? Yeah, I think family time. So so my rule is I need to spend uninterrupted time with my kids beginning a day, end a day, no questions. How many kids? Uh, I've got two, two girls. Nice. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Cool. Um, yeah, they're awesome. So um, for, for me, it's it's being present for them. So you know, before I did this full-time, it was like maybe I wouldn't see them in the morning because I leave early and, and go. And, and one of the, the things that I wanted to commit to after this was like, okay, you know, if we've got a chance to kind of rework my day and rework how I'm doing things. Let's make sure that family is a priority, especially with everything. I'm losing my mom, I'm like, okay, let's yeah. let's really dial this in. So I think scheduling that like you would anything else is important. Like, okay, like this is time dedicated to the kids. Don't care what's going on. Right. You, you can try to schedule some shit. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> it's it's got to be, you know, dedicated time. So I think that's, that's really important. That's probably the number one. That's the thing I value most in my day is being able to do that. Um, uh, I think that's, that's really it, what cost is, is wealth, fame and power, right? Yeah. And you need to keep that in check. Yeah. So that's, that's a great place to start. Yeah. Is, 
Is it hard for you or have you learned to control the impulse to like check your phone when you're with your kids? That's the toughest thing in the whole world. It's hard, huh? That's really, it's, really, it's, yeah. it's easier now, but initially, yeah, you're right. Cause you're like, man, I wonder like notifications going on. Did I get an email? Did yeah, I get a text? Yeah, this person like, get back to me. Like, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. That is yeah. really tough. Yeah, for sure. Do you like turn your phone off? Do you live in a different room? I like to, I like to leave it. Like when I'm going to bed too, like I'll put it on the dresser away from like not in arm's reach. So we're not falling asleep with the phone in our hands. Like just get rid of it yeah. for a little bit, you know, yeah. try to do some reading at night. And I think it's important too. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kyle? What do you do? Uh, one of the things that helps me keep my ADD in check is journaling. Cool. Yeah, I have a lot of, uh, like, at the end of the day, especially, you know, like, today's a pretty hectic day and crazy day, lots of appointments, lots of calls, lots of things, uh, moving parts, and having having some time in the morning to just start the day with, with uh, like, the most important tasks that, that I need to get through, but then also just having some, like, I'm still going through therapy, right, so going through the divorce stuff, yeah. and getting out negative thoughts or frustrating thoughts or just things that I've been trying to work through in the morning just sets a precedence for the rest of the day. Well, are you waking up and the first thing you do obviously has to be a nice cup of joe? Of course. Every day. Every, every, every day. Joe. We got to test day. the product. We have to <laughs> test the product. <laughs> but that, uh, Craig's talked about journaling in the past. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've been very bad at it recently. You may have noticed I've been... Yeah, I did. This that, is yeah. more notes of what you guys are saying, but I do the same thing. If, yeah. if I can journal, just a quick recap of yesterday, mm-hmm and some things that I'm grateful for, it mm-hmm. really sets, like you said, a really good tone for the day. And a lot of times I'm just kind of like, I'm grateful for my family and that I can walk around. Like I'm grateful for my health. But if you really like take a few extra minutes to try and really- like identify something very yeah, specific. Yeah, then the rest of the day you can think about that and that'll affect mm-hmm. your attitude. No. Yeah. I love that you said that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, journaling's been great. It's interesting, too, because journaling never really was a huge thing that I was super into previously. But it, like, the only time I journaled was when I was going through something, mm-hmm. you know, like a family member passed away or or I was going through a breakup or whatever. And then, um, you know, kicking it back up again and going through this divorce, like, this, this, there is a noticeable difference in how productive I am in the day if I journal in the morning just based on the fact that my thoughts are so much more clear. Right. Yeah, you haven't started your day, right? Yeah. It's just... It's very Straight empowering, away. yeah. And then, of course, um, I haven't been uh, as good at it lately, but I do try and go to the gym. Um, rock climbing uh, is is really fun. I do enjoy that. And then uh, I like spending time with my dog. Nice. My Where do you old, climb? What was that? Where do you climb? Uh, Momentum. Which one? In Sandy. Two. I go, you go to Momentum there? in Mill Creek. Oh, nice. I'm like a block to the north of it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't been to that one. And I haven't been climbing like since COVID because I was like, oh, like, I don't want to touch yeah. holds that other people are yeah. touching. So well, I go to the gym, but I don't climb much right yeah. now. Yeah, and then now it's like they have you have to wear a mask right when you're While climbing. You're climbing, now, yeah. Which it, like you can't breathe, right. which doesn't make right. sense because Craig's lifting weights. So if he's not touching the rock wall, but he's touching the barbell, and so they only change, dumbbell. they only wash the holds at this particular gym when they switch routes. I see. And so it's maybe like once a month, whereas when I go I wipe lift down weights, the bar. Yeah, you wipe down I the wipe bar down before, before and after. Yeah. So I'll, I'll use it, I'll wipe it down, and then when I'm done, wipe it down again. I didn't mean that. To so I have a little bit more control, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
This has been great, you guys. We're, yeah. we're so happy to finally meet you guys. Spencer's talked a lot about you in a very positive light, and, and thank you again for the sample products. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah for let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Awesome to meet you guys. Thanks yeah. so much. And, sure. and congratulations on the great growth. Thank you. And it just seems like you guys are going to be able to, you're going to blow the top off this. Thank you. Appreciate you know, it. You're going to keep, yeah. keep growing, yeah. especially with the personalities that you have. I mean, not enough things, uh, nice things that we can say about you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Pleasure having Thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, guys. On the way out, it's plug time. Where can we find you guys? Where can the audience get this delicious, perfect, mm. amazing coffee? Well, obviously, playeronecoffee.com. That's the go-to. Uh, Is it the numerical one? Uh, you can do both. Okay. We're smart with the domains. Smart. But smart. Spelled out, yeah. preferably. And then uh, my Twitter handle, at Zach Shutt, Z-A-C-K-S-H-U-T-T. And you can follow me there. Last thing, actually, sorry, Spencer. Last, last thing. Last, last thing. Mm-hmm. I, I try to always ask our guests to say, leave us with one piece of advice to mitigate any sort of stress, anxiety, depression, whatever, whatever mental health challenge you're going through. Kyle, you start. One, one sentence. When, quick so and dirty. This is it. Quick and dirty. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Thank you. Very good. That was great. Can I use a, it's not a real expletive. Can I use a semi-expletive? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't be a dick. <laughs> Just try to be nice. Be kind. Be kind, yeah. be be kind. kind and caring. Be genuine. Yep. Excellent. Thanks, fantastic. Thanks, Thanks everyone, for, for joining us today. Fantastic episode.